What is up, everybody? This is Recap Rewind. I'm Jay Lag. And I'm NB. And this episode is recapping and reviewing Riverdale Season 4, Episode 5. And it's called Chapter 62, Witness for the Prosecution. And don't forget, guys, stick around for the ending because we are going to go through our recap roundups, our best moments, our best lines. I got questions and theories for you guys, you and Jay Lag. And we also have our contest going on right now. So if you leave a review for us on Recap Rewind on iTunes, You'll enter into a contest for a chance to win a $50 Amazon gift card and pop socket. To enter, all you need to do is rate and comment on our iTunes page and you'll be entered in the draw. The contest ends December 11th where we will be drawing one lucky winner. And as always, to our continuing listeners and our brand new ones, thank you for joining us. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. Let's get into the episode, y'all. Let's get into it. What did you think? I thought it was good. I think that this is probably the definition of, and I've said this before about Riverdale, it's a definitive filler episode for me specifically. Um, I think that there were some things that happened that are continuing the storyline for sure, but I think that there were definitely things that were um, were more, like they could have been a little bit more exciting. Yeah. Is that a bad thing to say? No, I get it. I definitely, I felt like I did enjoy it because I think at the end it kind of left me with a bunch of questions that I kind of wanted to yes. discuss it with you and I was excited right. about that. Having said that, I did feel like it was missing something and I think that something was Cheryl because it kind of <laughs> just felt stale without her. I was like, where's like that spice? Where's that like romance like f- like thing that I need in this episode and I didn't get that at all because like yeah. the core four was like fully like involved in their own like individual storylines. Right. So I was kind of missing that, but... No, I have a lot of questions for you, and I kind of want to get through this convo so we can discuss and theorize. Let's do it. Well, that being said, just really quickly, I think Cheryl's getting an entire episode to herself next week because it's called Hereditary. Um, This is the one that they've been like amping up this whole time. She's the only one in it? I don't know. I'm not sure. I'll have to. That'd be crazy. If they gave her a full episode like her and Tony, that'd be crazy. That'd be cool. Yeah. I'd be into that. Then we'd be we'd be like, for sure, they're doing a spinoff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're like getting ready for it. Yeah. All right. Let's get into the entire episode. Yeah. So it starts off with uh, Jughead and he's narrating uh, this whole storyline, but it starts mostly off with Archie um, and he's this new vigilante hero person, right? Yeah. And like, um, so we see him. I don't know. I'm not, I'm still not sold on this guy. Like. I don't know. This is weird, but they show like this girl walking in this dark alleyway. And I'm like, yeah. bro, like, where are you walking? Like, where are you going? It's first of all, it's like midnight. Exactly. And it's like the sketchiest alleyway that you could ever find in this freaking town. And then, of course, like right. she almost she gets like attacked. And then Archie comes in and he like protects her and saves her. And then she's still like freaking pepper sprays Archie in the face. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, I don't get it. Like, are you successful in this endeavor or are you still failing? <laughs> like, how are we supposed to I mean, take this? I guess he's successful, but I think that they're trying to bring the com like a bit of comedy into it, being like, yeah, because he's also a masked person. Yeah. He could be just as sketchy. I feel like they do that a lot in superhero movies, but that's what I mean. I think the bigger question is to ask yourself, are you willing to watch a Riverdale storyline where there's a literal superhero vigilante character running around saving people? I mean, I get I get that it's Archie. I'm glad that it is yeah. him and not like some random other person. But also I'm like, this isn't going to last forever. You know what, He's though? I think if, if they hadn't done the Red Circle in season two and they hadn't done all of that, I think I would have been a bit more open to it now to be like, ooh, Agreed. okay, I can see where they're going with this because they could tackle it 
in a really like unique way, but they've already done it. And so I feel like they're just kind of tacking this onto the initial storyline with the red circle kind of thing. And it just feels very like cheesy to me. And I get that Archie's doing good for the town. I love that. I just didn't, I don't like this angle. Yeah. I just, the question that I always have with these storylines when they start them up is like, to what end? What is this? How is this all going to wrap itself up? And I don't know. Cause as we remember, the red circle disbanded so fast <laughs> that it wasn't even funny. But, yeah. you know, and then they had like the black circle or whatever the hell it was called. There were just like so many other gangs that were happening that now that he has like a community center and he has Monroe with him, like you, you'd wonder why he's even jumping back into yeah. that, knowing that it's, it's super so dangerous. It's so funny because like at some point in the episode, he even says, he's like, who's trying to shut me down? Hiram Lodge. And I'm like, no, that was from season two. Now that you have a new two. person trying <laughs> yeah. to shut you down. So it's like literally the same exactly. storyline. Even he was questioning it. Like, yeah. And that's the thing. It's funny because I, I do find that the writing this, se- this season is very like self um, referential. It's like telling us like, yes, we have seen this already. But they're not giving us any guarantees that we're going to get anything different from what we got from the last season. So it'll be interesting to see where that goes. Yeah. It was relatively entertaining. He does kind of look, I'm not going to lie, he does kind of look cool in his like hoodie, like cover face get up. It was kind of like, he's got a cool outfit. But does he? at the same time, I'm like, <laughs> I thought it was kind of cool. Like, it's like he's a got baklava, little, whatever it's called. <laughs> those, yeah, those, like, balaclava. Yeah, yeah. Like it's just, anyways. <laughs> Um, not the dessert yeah (laughs) okay so then he saves that girl he gets pepper sprayed in the face cool um and then it cuts back to high school and i'm like yes we're back in high school like let's get lit Um, the real people and something that didn't really surprise me so betty's all like hey kevin do you have plans after school and he's like no why he's like i'm just gonna go like looking for a dick like, like once again, <laughs> once again, he couldn't just say, no, like, I'm going to be studying at home. Four fucking seasons later, he's like, nope, <laughs> so, I'm just going to go to the woods and hook up with somebody. Yeah, What's up? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my God. So she basically um, asks him to like help, like join the FBI junior like group with her. Yes. Um, and of course, the first thing he says, he's like, oh, he's like, is that like your hot brothers like doing it? He's like, he's teaching it. Right. I'm like, oh, my God, yeah. here we go with this. We we booked this, also, too. Yeah, exactly. I was like, there it is. Like that whole question, whether or not he's yeah. gay or straight, is it going to come up? And of course, Kevin asked it in the fourth, fifth episode, um, which is fine. Like, I'm OK no, with I that. Was totally like, I okay do kind of yeah, yeah. want to figure that out. Yeah. But I will say that, like, number one, why is Kevin joining the junior FBI? Like, you he know what? Wasn't I, think, invited. I think it was a cute <laughs> like, way for like for Betty and Kevin to have a moment and sure. like just kind of continue on with their friendship. And also because everyone else is so effing busy with their own storyline. It kind of yeah. like gives her someone to kind of bounce her ideas off of and stuff like that. So like I get why they paired them together. I think the unfortunate situation is the fact that because he got signed on as a full-time character, like he's like on the bill or whatever, that now they like have to give him something and this is what they're giving him. And I'm like, so you're basically support. I am excited to see support. where it's going to go though. Like I am excited. I'm interested. Not excited, but interested. <laughs> interested. Yeah, that's better. <laughs> yeah, there's a difference. So... Okay, so then it cuts back to the Riverdale jail, and now Hermione is in jail, and randomly, I mean, I guess it makes sense, but Mary is her lawyer, right? Right. And so they're trying to figure out what's the best angle to get her out, and um, it turns out that the DA is going to be pitting um, 
Hiram or what Hiram did to Tallboy on Hermione. And she's like, no, 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 no. I didn't kill Tallboy. I killed someone else. So- yeah, she's like, I didn't even see that guy. She could never even spoken to him. And I think the biggest piece of evidence that's against uh, Hermione right now is that like Mary's like, they found your monogram Tucci bag in Tallboy's <laughs> yeah. apartment with like a ton of money. So like, it looks like you, you paid him to kill or, you know, shoot right. Hiram. And right. um, obviously Hermione's like, no, no, no. Like, like Hiram set that up. Like, whatever. I didn't do it. So things are just not looking good for Mommy Hermione. Um, right. And I think Veronica's um, game this episode is sort of like talk to the federal prosecutor, like get in on the like thing and like see what they can do to get Hermione acquitted, basically. Yes. Yes. Um, the question that I have is like, these are s- high school students. How do they have I know. all this free time? <laughs> and like, this is like hardcore, like legal activity. Like how does, like, I love <laughs> yeah. how, cause Mary was like, Veronica, like, have you spoken to the federal prosecutor? And she's like, yeah. Like I talked to her like every day, like on the DL. So like, I know I'm like, when? <laughs> like you're a student. <laughs> so funny. And I'm like, I thought that it was Betty's storyline that she wanted to become a lawyer. And now suddenly she's not a lawyer. She's just a, <laughs> an, an FBI, FBI agent. agent. <laughs> and now Veronica's being like a speakeasy and I'm going to be a lawyer. Yeah. I'm, gonna go to Harvard. I'm glad they, I'm glad this happened. Cause I, I kind of was like forgetting about the lodge storyline. Um, and this kind of shifted my focus like back to them and her yeah, saying like, true. I want to like, I want to save mommy. I want to keep daddy in jail. I was like, oh, true. Like, I forgot like what her mission was. So thank you for recapping <laughs> yeah. me on what season three was about. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Veronica. <laughs> Appreciate it. Um, so then it cuts back to Stonewall Prep and Donna is talking to Jughead and she was like, hey, boy, hey, how are you doing? And he's like, oh, you mean after the fact that you guys put me in a fucking coffin? I'm doing great. Um, so I guess he's kind of swept it under the rug, but I'm like, I wouldn't trust any of yeah. these hoes ever since that happened. Yeah. Um, cause he starts asking about Moose. He's like, Moose must be missing. And John is like, you'd be crazy. Like he's just like working and really busy. I'm like, um, I'm pretty sure he cleaned up his entire area. So he's probably yeah. dead or gone. Um, and I guess and Jughead does find out that like people did go missing. Like, yes, for real. So they're were f- like the Stonewall Four that actually did go missing. It, it's not just a myth, mm-hmm. and I don't know. Did you see any looks? I wasn't really paying I don't know. attention, but did like Donna make a look that was like I know. I I, I mean I feel like she always looks shady because she is. She does look shady. So <laughs> I don't really like I don't really trust her. Um, right. And we we know we know something shady is going on. Obviously, like you know, so right. It's not surprising. Um. So then it shows uh mr chipping uh come in and he's like yo we have like a special situation going on i'm like the baxter brothers mystery book secret writer yeah so i guess like there's like this famous like book series that like young kids used to read called like the baxter boys i guess like it's based on like the hardy boys series yeah and then he was like i'm like the ghostwriter for it he's like they asked me to write it so i've been writing it for years and jughead's like legit boner like he's like oh my god yeah. he's like that was my favorite book <laughs> this is my favorite thing and they're freaking the out um it's funny because i was reading a recap and the writer was like dude like if this school is such a like scholarly like freaking crazy ass like writing school why are they reading a child like a freaking elementary level book like you would never yeah. like they would never go back and read this book if it was meant for like eight-year-olds you know what I mean? Unless they were like relatively advanced. Like, I don't know. Like, maybe the Hardy Boys story. Like, or maybe it's just like 
a comic book for him. You know what I it mean? It was just funny. Like, it was a funny point because I was like, yeah, it's true. Because he's because Jughead was reading it when he was like a little kid, basically, not a little kid, yeah. but like elementary schoolish. Um, he literally says like they were my gateway drug into yeah serious serious crime, crime fiction. fiction. And and then Brett's okay. like, okay, calm down. Like, you're such a loser. Yeah. So then um, that's when Mr. Chipping says, we're going to have like a cute little wine and cheese night and have all like the random ghostwriters come in who wrote the book series to like talk to you guys. Cool. And they're like, cool. Like Jughead's like, yes. Um, so then it cuts to Pop's diner. He's t- Pop's talking to Veronica and he basically says, so just as an FYI, they subpoenaed me and I don't know how to lie so i'm gonna have to tell the truth that i helped your dad fudge the books and if that is the situation then you're gonna be implicated in this crime because you were uh you know you're the one that owns it now right is that the reason why he's like yeah because he because he did he did doctor her books obviously to make Hiram look like the guilty one um right. and like he admitted it but he's like i can't admit that like i'm gonna have to like fess up in court he's like i can't lie right. over the bible and she's like no she's like don't do that for me like whatever so he's like i don't know what to do and basically like again like veronica's left with another stack of like things that she needs to go through and figure out right. legally um yeah which leads her to the next scene which she goes and sees daddy and she's like daddy i'm so mad at you how could you get pops involved <laughs> meanwhile pops is like at the center of everything like the fact that she line. even questions why he's involved, it's, like, insane. <laughs> like, it all started from the purchase of Pops, like, seasons ago. You know what I mean? Like, obviously, yeah, he's going to be involved. Yeah. And he's basically saying, like, well, you got him involved, right? Which she did. Um, and he's, like, yeah. I'm basically just getting back at you for whatever, whatever. And he and she was, like, yeah, but I did it because you were extorting me. It's just, like, a back and forth. And he's, like, I'm not going to, like, like, give up. Like, this is it. And then on top of that, he was like, and tell your mommy good luck. Yeah. He so has no like remorse. On, like he does not feel he sorry no at chill. all. Like, he doesn't give a yeah. shit. What do you think about the fact that he's like, I don't give a fuck about you I mean, it's anymore. pretty shocking because I still feel like they are going to come out of this because we know they're going to come out. They can't stay in jail forever. And I think right. eventually like the relationship has to get better. I'm kind of overseeing them like, you know, battle each other this whole time. And it's just right. kind of making me question the fact that it's like, how do you guys keep getting over shit like this? At some point, it's just going to ruin your relationship because like you can't keep getting over yeah. this kind of stuff. Like Taken, he's For literally sure. telling her mom, like, fuck off. Like, I hope you die in jail. <laughs> like, how do you come back <laughs> well, from that? Are, I mean, they are technically divorced now. So like, we don't know what's going to happen once they're both out of jail at the same time. Because like, remember, he was like staying at a hotel or whatever. True, so true. now that they're both back in the same like they're both free in Riverdale. Like, where are they going to go? Like, is he going to stay at the jail? Like, what is he going to do? So anyway, we'll get to that later. Um, it cuts back to the Bonnui and uh, she sits and is, starts to talk to the federal prosecutor again. And she's like, OK, what happened was like <laughs> Pops is not going to like lie yeah. on the stand. And it's like I did kind of tell him to like F up the books or whatever. So like, what do we do now? And the federal prosecutor is basically like, well, he's super important yeah. to this case. Like that book it's is like going to implicate we need. your dad. Yeah. 
and everything. So if that falls apart, then we're fucked. Also, like, um, I just loved how Veronica had to say who she was talking to because otherwise we wouldn't have known who she like. We would have known who she was. But I feel like for their audience, right. like Veronica's like, before you ask, no, Miss Federal federal prosecutor i won't tell i'm like why are you seeing her job title like she would have a name she's not a doctor (laughs) like Like, she doesn't have a phd you have to be like so doctor i know it's true there's a lot of like uh what's the word like when they like just tell you everything right away like they're just like like expositional yeah because like because i guess like you wouldn't necessarily understand who she is but whatever so yeah, Whatever. so she basically tells her like, "Good luck with your mother's case, because we're fucked." Because <laughs> you're fucked yeah. now. Um, and then it cuts back to the Betty storyline. So she's at FBI headquarters, and they're like doing a deep dive into serial killers. And Charles is like, "So here are some pictures of some serial killers." All the while, Kevin of is course. obviously like, "Oh my, oh my god!" You're the first thing he says, uh, like, like, "Your man." He's like, "Your half brother's so hot." And she's like, Ugh. like, <laughs> like when like, do you why get do you over bring the fact that your fucking gay best friend is being so goddamn annoying about yeah. every guy that he meets? You know what I mean? I'm like, stop, stop it now. Um, we get it. He is cute. He like, is cute. But if like he's not hiking. taking his shirt off, then like I'm not. He's gonna literally care. talking about serial killers, and Kevin's like, oh my god, he's so hot. Like, Kevin's the serial killer at this point. Because clearly he's just, like, digmatized every single fucking time you see somebody. So, um, yeah. So, when he's going through the slideshow, he's like, which one is a serial killer? And Betty's, like, got this crazy intuition. And she's like, that one, that one, that one. The middle one, the left one. And she keeps getting them right. All the way to the point where, like, the final question is, like, who is the, who is the serial killer? And she's like, none of them, none of them are. I'm like, okay, relax. Like, calm like down. What are you sniffing like, the mouth through the fucking PowerPoint slides? Crazy. <laughs> Even the kids in front of her were like, what the hell's wrong with you? Yeah. <laughs> Everybody's like, are you guys fucked? Yeah. Like, who is this yeah. girl? So then he says, like, what is a commonality? And uh, she's like, I don't know. They're all like serial killers. Or <laughs> no, she says, she actually says like. They don't have a common you know, out, there, like thing. Factor. There is no commonality. That is the point of serial killers, that there yeah. is no real distinction. And then he's like, it's because they all have the serial killer gene. And then does it flash back to Alice saying like, you have the M131, P181. <laughs> does it come back to that? H1N1. Yeah. <laughs> it's like this next level. Whatever. So yeah, from out. last season. <laughs> And then she like spirals error, for the error. rest of the episode. She spirals <laughs> and thinks that she's a serial killer. <laughs> so, Come back to season two, episode eight. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, what did you think of the fact that they did you this again? You know what? Again? I do like it. I like it. I'm not hating on it. <laughs> I, I just feel like you're... it's done. Like we've done this before. I feel like I'm watching a rerun. Like we've been yes, through it. It's true. It's it's literally exploring the same storyline just with a different angle. Yeah. You know what Actually, I mean? Actually, I think it was season three um, because um when they cut to Alice, she was wearing like her farm getup. So I I think it yes, was last yes. season. That is what happened. Yeah. yeah. Remember when she did like the hypnosis yeah, yeah, thing yeah. and like she like that's when she found out. So anyway. We'll get back to that later. Let's get back to the Jughead residence. And so Jughead is looking for his books. He's like, Dad, where are my books? And FP's like rolling his eyes. He's like, oh, those books? Like, I don't know. Yeah. Like, why don't you check in storage? And so he finds these books. He's talking to Betty. And he's like, these books were like my life. I love these books <laughs> so much. Um, I just found out that like man's like is the ghostwriter. And 
he asked his dad point blank, like, why did you stop giving me these books? Yeah. And then FP's like, I got to go to work. Yeah, bye. I was and like, so he doesn't talk. At first, I'm like, why? Like, he, he ran out of money, maybe like because like, FP didn't right. have money. I'm like, oh, man, like he couldn't afford it. And then I'm like, oh, no, it no, must right be, away. It I was like, so much there's more some than sketchy that. shit happening here. <laughs> yeah. Like, I definitely was like, OK, you got to explain yeah. yourself by the end of this episode. So he does. But we'll talk about that later. Um, cutting back to Jughead's dorm room. He's like a little child again, yeah. like reading the comic like his I have to say, like, like Jughead covers. was super cute this episode. I did loved him. I did love yeah. him. It was and I didn't hate this that storyline at all. I was like down for it. Yeah, I was very interested in it. So he does find that when he opens up the book right away, he's like, Oh, the like the one of the first pages yeah, is missing. It's like out. So he's like, interesting. He's like, anyway, I want to read this book. Cool. Um, cutting back to the El Royale, and um this is when they're like painting the outdoors. Yeah. They're like painting the outside of it. And one of the kids, Toby, is like brought over by like a grocery store owner. And he's like, this kid was shoplifting. I know he's one of your kids. Like all your kids are trouble. I don't want to see any of your boys in here anymore. And um, Archie's like, okay, we got to talk. Like what's going on here? Um, but we don't really see that. He just tells him like, go get ready. Like we'll deal with this. Yeah. So that's his storyline this episode. So then it cuts back to Stonewall. And um, this is when Mr. Chipping brings in this like old fart man. And he's like, oh, this is like this guy. And it turns out that he's the OG creator. The writer. Is he the OG I think creator? he was the creator too. Like- I feel like he was. Okay, so it's like this old man. He's the one who started the books, and then it was passed over to Mr. Chipping, and now they're looking for like an ingenue, like yeah. a new person to yeah. take on as the ghostwriter, as if like Mr. Chipping's fucking seriously. Busy or I'm like, like he is literally is so young and hot. Like, why do you need someone <laughs> yeah. new? Exactly. So anyway, so they're do you, like, We're sorry, do a quick contest. question. Do you feel like they're they're setting this up for Jughead? Setting him up for like what, all of exactly? this, like this whole like ghostwriter storyline. Oh. Like, do you think that they're working so that they're setting Jughead up for something, or is this just like a coincidence? I think that's a good question because I think going back to last episode where Mr. Chipping was like, I didn't know that there were people that went missing. Like, he just yeah. looks so guilty yeah. that I'm like, I don't, I'm not sure. I don't quite trust him. Cause it's like, he could be doing this to like recruit him and like maybe take revenge or something. Like, cause I you're don't right. Know. Like, why, why replace Mr. Chipping now at this point? Like, right, right. when Jughead comes to the school, like right yeah. now. Yeah. And they, like, they it's knew how like point. addicted he was to the series. Like, <laughs> you know? <laughs> And he does, I think this is also when he finds out that, um, so he basically announces a contest to choose the next writer, but like there's no real detail around that. Like Jughead's basically like fangirling the entire yeah. time. He's like, so Like no one else really um, seemed interested. Like Donna was like, I don't give a fuck. Like, <laughs> like does she really I mean, want to be the ghostwriter? Brett, Brett, Brett was, was like down yeah. for it because I feel like Brett just wants to do it because exactly. Jughead wants to do it. <laughs> exactly. So whatever. So they're trying to figure out, like, what the new style of the book is going to be for this new thing. Um, Cutting back to uh, Riverdale, like, is it a hospital? Is it, like, some, like, medical center, a clinic? Um, Betty gets her test results from a doctor, and that's when she's like, you do have the serial killer gene. gene. It was very much like Maury. It's like, you are definitely the father. Like, you definitely have the serial killer gene. And this is when she, like starts to spiral even more she's like oh fuck it's true like because i know that last season when it was mentioned we were like no no no, it's paul it was Polly. like maybe they were lying to her this entire time but it looks like that was a true storyline for her it was confirmed in this test 
that she does have the gene. Um, but then when she walks out, Kevin's like, yo, how's everything going? And she was like, nothing to worry about. I don't have the gene. And he's like, see, everything's fine. So she's lying to him at this point. Yeah. Then it cuts back to um, the El Royale. And it's nighttime. And Archie's about to dip. And then he sees these kids down the alleyway, um, like, breaking into a car, like, stealing, like, their hubcaps or whatever. And so he chases them off. But as he's about to chase them off, or he he thinks he chases them all off, he goes to pick up the hubcaps. And then it's Toby holding a gun at his fucking head. And he's like, who the hell are you? And then that's when Archie's like, you don't want to do this. Like, just leave. And then he, like, gets the, like, gun out of his hand. And he's like, tell Dodger, like, he's done. We're going to, like, screw him up, whatever. And then that's it. Yeah. Um. So I guess it cuts to the next morning. And that's when Archie has to talk to the kids. And he's like, specifically Toby, he's, like, looking straight at him. And he's like, so... Um, a little birdie told me that like one of y'all or many of y'all are working for Dodger still, but you can't choose, you know, being at the El Royale and work for him. You have to make a choice. So choose a cho- like choose one of us. And so Toby and this next kid is like, well, you guys are seniors. So like when you guys leave, like what's going to even happen here? Like how are you guys going to even take care of us? And Monroe's like, uh, 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 error. <laughs> yeah, like, fair point. They made a fair point. They did make a fair point. It's like true. Like, these poor kids don't don't know what's gonna happen once they graduate. Like, are they gonna continue? At that, but that's the thing. Like at that point in time, Archie could have easily said, "Don't worry. Like, we'll make sure that everything stays maintained. Like, I'm starting this community center now. It's not like I'm gonna drop it next week." But he didn't give them the confidence. Toby decides to leave with his his like boyfriend or whatever, <laughs> and um, then um, that's kind of how that scene ends. So then it cuts back to Betty and Charles at the headquarters. And um, Charles is talking about, like, a new thing. I think he's talking to, like, the rest of the class. And this is when he mentions, you know, there were all these different, like, indicators. And one of them is the fact that they kill animals at a young Mm -hmm. age. And then that's when she has this, like, repressed memory emerge from her brain. And she's like, "Uh uh-oh. And so she sees herself killing a cat yeah or like, like standing like sitting she, over her cat yes and then she's like oh my god and, like what like did i kill the cat like oh what was that what happened yeah. so anyway we see that memory a little bit later but then she's like oh god i did kill my cat it is my fault um i am a serial killer <laughs> i'm like <laughs> what did so you funny. know you were a serial killer bitch like fuck <laughs> but it's so like, funny how like was- charles's every single point of like what makes you a serial killer is what like <laughs> she's had an experience of it like Everything yeah. he was saying, she's like, oh, oh, that's me. Oh, that's me. I'm like, maybe you are. <laughs> maybe you need to be put away. I'm like, this isn't a horoscope. <laughs> like, she can't be like, I'm exactly like that. That's my personality. I must be a serial killer. So, I mean, I, killing your cat is definitely, like, a, a situation that you have to, like, mentally figure out like, why Life. that happened. Yeah. Which she does later yeah. on with Kevin. So, anyway. We'll go back to that in a second. So then it cuts back to the court. And this is when... Um, FP's on trial. And they're asking yes. him questions about, like, the Tucci bag and, like, right. um, tall boy. And he's like, no. He's like, when I when I was at the premises, like, um, the Tucci bag was never there. I cleared it. Like, so yeah. clearly, like, it was planted, like, after the fact. Um, and then they right. talk about the cabin, which I guess 
I can't remember what happened at the cabin, but they're like... The cabin is where M- Minetta gets shot, right? But do they know that she killed Minetta at this point? No. Right. So this is when she's like... So when they say like, oh, the, the bag's been there, that's when Hermione's like, oh shit, that's that was planted. That's not true. Yeah. And like there's like a little bustle and hustle. And then that's when they talk about it like after after the next scene. That's when Hermione's like, no, because they were like, like, no, because she says something. And then the DA is like, oh, yeah. What about this cabin? Because Hiram Lodge doesn't own it. And FP's like, huh? And everyone's like, what the fuck's going on? And then she gives she's like, read out who the owner is of the cabin. And then FP's like, Hermione Lodge. Hermione Lodge. And everyone's like, like, so effing gagged. Like, how gaggy yeah. would be their literally husband and wife? Like, Jesus yeah, Christ. Yeah, why is it so shocking? Like, what if he why put it in her so name? Serious? He was freaking sent away for embezzlement. Like, you don't think he would put it under her yeah. name? Like, what the hell? That would have been so easy to fight. I don't know why everyone's freaking out. Yeah, everyone's freaking, freaking out. out. Anyway, so um, then it cuts back to Stonewall Prep and take us through what happens here. So Jughead is looking at like the school yearbook. Finally, after all yeah. these freaking effing weeks of being there, he's like, let me look at my like yearbook now. Um, and then he <laughs> sees his grandfather in the picture. And then he sees Mr. DuPont, like, I guess in the same photo. And he's like, oh, crap. Like, he totally knew my, my grandpa. Um, and then right. I think like Mr. DuPont like comes around the corner or whatever. And he's like, oh, my God. He's like, you knew my grandpa. And, the, and Mr. DuPont's like, I knew you looked so familiar. You look exactly like right. him. And like Mr. DuPont like goes off about um like fp like the original fp he's like your grandfather was the best writer i was so gagged like reading his things he's like he was like an amazing writer he's like i don't know what happened to him um and then he's basically like tell your dad to come to wine and cheese night he's like i want to meet him (laughs) i was like uh because he does he does ask the question he's like where is your grandpa now like how is he doing and he can't answer that's when fp's like he cut out he's like he's gone now yeah and that's when he's like, I want to meet like, like that your guy's dad. son, yeah. aka like your dad, to see like how smart he is. And then FP's or Jughead's like, he not smart. He was cute. Yeah, he <laughs> was skipped a generation. He was definitely like, I was like, hey, he's not, he's not, FP's not gonna come. But I'm like, it was cute how excited yeah. Jughead was, and sort of like this realization that like, wow, my grandfather was actually like a lit guy, like because he's never heard that side right. of that story. His dad has only told him like, your grandpa was like a loser and like a drunk and a dropout. So yeah. for him to start yeah. hearing these stories of his grandpa, like he was getting so effing excited, and it was so cute. And this is, and anyway, we, we'll talk about it later because I was going to say there was something, there's something interesting about how FP handled this whole situation with the grandpa, knowing that he went to that school mm-hmm. and then getting mad at Jughead for uh, asking questions about the grandpa. I was like, right? So like, you don't think he's going to ask questions. Like, you're literally sending him to the like, same yeah. school. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, so then it cuts back to the jail, and this is when Hermione essentially. Um, admits the fact that she did. She's own like, that Veronica's cabin. like, Mom, look the cabin. She's like, What cabin? Oh, yeah. And then it like cuts <laughs> to like her shooting Manetta in the freaking head after Manetta. she fucked yeah. him in the bed. I'm like, Damn, I forgot that happened. <laughs> yeah, she fucking killed fucking somebody. Savage. I'm like, Maybe she should be yeah. in jail. Like, she's so intense. She should be in jail. Like, why are you Seriously. getting her out? And that's the thing. Like, when Veronica finds that out, she's like, you did that? And he's, she's like, yeah. <laughs> and then she's like, I'm still going to get you yeah. out though. Like, like, like are you why? sure? Poor Mary's like, Mary's like, like, what the fuck did I get involved in? <laughs> <laughs> you know, and that's the thing. It's funny because I'm like, what does Mary have to lose in this whole situation? Like everything? <laughs> she's like, you tried to fucking fuck my husband while Honestly. I was out of town. 
And now I'm defending your I guess your it's ass, like Archie's girlfriend's mom. Mess. It's like her. It's like her gonna yeah, be like her in law basically if they get married. Basically, <laughs> but Mary. They ought to Mary's get like honest. She's like, guys, we're shit out of luck. <laughs> like we have nothing going for yeah. us anymore. We can't bring anything else up. Like this looks really bad. Um, and Veronica's like, can't we just wave a magic wand? And I'm like, no, you can't. Like, that's the whole point of real life. Like, that's the you point can't just of, like, <laughs> wave a magic wand. <laughs> Your mom killed someone. <laughs> so <laughs> maybe she should be in jail. Yeah. So then they recommend, like, maybe you should just, like, like say that you're guilty. Like, change your plea, plea case to guilty. And then Mary's like, yeah, but if she pleads guilty she's literally gonna be stuck it, in jail for it's like it's true because i was life. like oh yeah she could plead guilty maybe they'll give her like a year before i could even think that mary's like a she's year. gonna go to jail forever i was like oh <laughs> it was like true yeah so then this is when and then mary's like unless you have like some sick connection with like the mayor or whatever and then veronica's like actually i do um governor so dooley she's like, i'm gonna go talk to her talk to governor donald dooley, dooley. because donald dooley and like try to figure that shit out so she does later but going back to um betty's dream this is when she like has another vision of her killing this cat she's freaking out she's like oh no i actually did kill the cat the cat Um, noises were very traumatizing by the way yeah i was like like, oh god it was really weird considering like i've been around cats that make weird noises like i definitely didn't want to hear that again so um anyways she basically like she's just she's continuing to spiral yeah and i think this is the moment where like the scene really kind of like it continues through where she sees like the younger version of herself like literally raising the rock and like almost gonna hit the cat like we don't see that obviously but like the cat like like it screams and like you hear the rock yeah so like you get that she obviously like bashed you know the rock into the cat and it kind of ends like that and it was like so jarring i was like oh my god it was really messed up it it was pretty yeah intense. so anyway we'll get back to that in a second we'll cut back to fp's office and this is when jughead is so lit he's so excited to have his dad included i felt so bad for him because he's like dad let's like hang out and like let's talk about grandpa like i want you to tell me a little bit more about him and fp's like fuck that guy he like left us he's drunk he's, he's a loser he's, he's a loser and um he's like my memories with him were like terrible so yeah i'm not gonna go to your stupid fucking wine and cheese party and i get i get it you know what i mean i get it but at the same time i'd be like but your man your brother's your your brother your son is like literally learning new things about your dad that maybe even fp no it's true and i think Uh, like and i think maybe that's why towards the end like fp does change his mind a little bit you know he becomes right. more open to it but i think originally like plus like fp looked really busy for like once in his lifetime like like jughead just <laughs> caught him at a really bad time in the day because fp was like busy doing scrambling for a file he couldn't find like not saving any fucking yeah. people but he's doing yeah. some filing taxes so then it cuts to the banui and uh she's talking to Dooley, uh governor Dooley and uh i like how they i like how they answered all my my annoying questions in this scene because yeah because even he was like yes. even because he's like what am i doing here i thought there's gonna be like an fbi meeting because my original question was like how the f did she did he even come here like like he didn't right. just come knowing that like he's gonna talk to veronica he wouldn't want to talk to her so he answered that right. question and then she's like well <laughs> she's like i still got shit on you but i'm gonna blackmail you again and then he was like you can't keep like using the same shit on me he's you like can't keep yeah he's like you're literally gonna yeah. blackmail me again and she's like yeah i am <laughs> and i was like okay <laughs> all right <laughs> all right let's move on yeah. with that 
Um, so she she does say like this time around, like I'm going to like make sure that in writing, I'm never gonna block <laughs> you. She's again. like, this is my last card I can play. <laughs> yeah, get my mom out of jail. Like once she pleads guilty, and he's like, okay, fine, and. It's funny that you say that they answer your questions here because they answered my questions for later when I was like, bitch, you are going to get in trouble again for the fact that you're blackmailing Honestly. him. Like you're I feel like you're slowly seeing Veronica doing illegal shit to do to to well, do the yeah, right thing, for sure. which is her way of doing the right there's thing. No, versus look, there's no magic Archie. wand. You know what I mean? Like she's still sitting yeah. in that room being like, is there a magic wand? <laughs> no, bitch. There's no Harry Potter. Like there's no magic wand. Your mom's got to do the time. So she's still trying yeah. to find like another way to skirt around the system, which is that, which is what her dad does, you know? Right. And eventually I think it's going to catch up to her. For sure. And it does. It does yeah. Episode, in like 40, which is great. 40 minutes. So. <laughs> yeah. So then it gets back to Stonewall Prep. And this is when they're like, okay, here's the contest. This is what's going to happen. Um, we're going to set you guys up where um, it's going to be called like a game of murder. So one person is the murderer in this room. And if you guys can guess who the killer is before uh, they kill you by winking at you, then you win. And of course, Jughead gets the card. He gets the murderer card. And it's funny because when he got the murderer card, um, Mr. DuPont like looked at him. And I I think I feel like it was set up. Like, I feel like they gave him the card on purpose, you know, knowing that Jughead was going to get it. Um, But also this game looks really fun. Like, we should play it like when we're out i feel like it's fun but also like what like can't you just like run around being like it's you it's you <laughs> it's true. you or do you only get what oh, one maybe. guess yeah like, like you can only how many guesses you yeah. get because i would have just run around like, you, you, and you, been you. like okay yeah exactly so anyway so he does win he beats brett right at the very end and then he's like yes it was funny how um, it happens though because like he killed donna first she's like dead right. and then he's about to he kills brett like he winks at brett and brett's like it's jughead right. I'm like, bitch, he winked at you first, like you're dead. You, and even like yeah. and DuPont's like, yeah, yeah, like Jughead wins. And and and, and Brett's still talking and Jughead's like, um, you're dead. He's like, you can't talk. <laughs> <laughs> like Jughead was so on point this episode. He was so cute. Yeah. He was he was definitely entertaining. This ep- this season so far has been really, really a strong season for uh like Jughead slash Cole Sprouse's character. Um, I've been really yeah. enjoying it. Um, so cutting back to now it cuts back the to the FBI, FBI office again. Okay. Yes. And now Charles has and his third <laughs> example of what it means to how to, why are you a serial killer? And he's like, guys, did you know that serial killers also like they love diaries? They love writing. They love journaling in their cute little pink notebooks. And then like Maddie's like, uh and she's like she's like, I do that too. <laughs> she's like, pink? Like, I had a pink one. <laughs> like it cuts she's to, freaking the fuck she out. She freaks out. She's like, Oh my god, yeah. oh my god, oh my god. I love to like diary. And it cuts to like her going back home, which isn't even her home anymore. Yeah. She like goes yeah. back to her bedroom, which is not her bedroom anymore. And she finds right. her diaries and she's like reading through them. And she's like, oh, my God, I'm a serial killer. <laughs> like what was even like, in it? Everybody. What was she even writing in it? She's like, day one. She's I like, love Archie. Diary. I love. Yeah. <laughs> that must uh, mean I'm a killer. <laughs> This poor girl, like, she's taking the wrong... The I almost feel like he's Betty's doing it on purpose. So like, Char- like, Charles is doing yeah. it on purpose. 
He's like, you might be a killer because you have all these qualities. He's like, the next thing is like, girls with ponytails. <laughs> He's like, and then the last boys. one is, if you like wearing black wigs and a black corset, you're definitely a serial killer. I mean, I wouldn't put it past her for that uh, reason alone. If, if you're out there wearing fucking lingerie and wearing a black wig, you probably are gotta a serial killer. They got to just bring back Dark Patty, man. That girl was yeah, lit. I'm down for Dark Patty. I miss Dark Honestly. Patty. Um, so then cutting back to the courtroom, this is when Hermione decides to change her plea. Yeah. And she says, I'd be guilty. And then <laughs> be guilty. everybody's like, oh. Like, so she like... She takes a plea, and then we obviously know that, like, because of that, she's going to get the pardon. Yeah, and is this um, the first time we, we see Hermosa, or did we see her in the courtroom the previous scene? You do see her. Like, she's, she's lurking, lurking okay. the entire time. She's, like, in the frame. She's, like, a little out of yeah. focus. And she's, she's, like, like wearing sunglasses. Like, like, who wears sunglasses in the yes. effing courtroom? Like, the judge would be like, take your damn sunglasses off. Like, that's not respectable. I will say that the cat, before we talk to, talk about her in a little bit more detail later, I will say that they did a really good job oh, casting her. Because yeah. she, she looks, looks exactly. like freaking Hermione. Yeah. yeah. Well, looks like Veronica. So, sorry, Veronica. That's what I meant to say. Um, so whatever. But the funny thing is, is like, does that mean that Hermione did not see her behind no, her? No, definitely not. And if that's the case. I don't even think Hermione knows case, that she exists. So that it's not it's her kid. It's definitely not her kid. Or we yeah, yeah, yeah. We're confirming it's, not her, it's not her kid for sure. There's no okay. way. Um, there, there is no way because I feel like Hermione would have been like, oh, by the way, you have a fucking Yeah, she would have been like, call Hermione. my other daughter to come and support me in court. Like, But that's what I'm trying to say. Is it Kelly Ripa and Mark Consuelos' kid? Like, or like, whatever. How about how? Remember he had the mistress last season? Like, but was he had the mistress it, was it his season. mistress though? Wasn't she just someone that was buying the egg or something? Well, I think they were like seen like leaving a hotel together at one but point. But they didn't actually physically like, have a scene together in that episode. No. Maybe. No, 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 just yeah, by pictures. Maybe. But like, yeah, they were like, I think that they were relatively like romantically connected. But anyway, like I maybe I would. I'm just dying to see if Kelly's coming back Seriously. for like a reprise. Um. Anyway, so then it cuts to she's too. I feel like she's anyway. I'll get into it later. Uh. So then it cuts to um Pop Steiner. And uh, this is when Betty tells Kevin like the truth. She's like. Okay, I've been glitching out all week <laughs> long, every single fucking day that we go to this FBI thing, because it turns out that I do have the serial killer gene, and she's like, I have this memory of my cat, um, like, killing my cat, and what happened was a car hit her, and then she heard, like, a screech, and this is when we see the full actual yeah. memory, and Kevin is, like, hearing it for the first time, so um, this is when... Um, she goes inside. She's like, the cat's dying. She like hears a scream. And then we see that Hal, who is a serial killer, yeah. <laughs> tells her to to kill the cat because like he's like, it's your cat. You like, take responsibility for like F? putting it out of its ri- misery. Like standing like, over all, his little daughter being like, kill the cat. Like, Alice, you should have left your men a long time ago. A long time ago, like what a psycho! And also, the thing is, is like as she's recalling this memory to Kevin, she's not even putting two to do together because she's so glitching out about the fact that she could be a yeah. serial killer that she doesn't even realize that one plus one is like your dad is a killer. Like, there's no way around it. He was the one that influenced you to do it. So in that regard, I do appreciate oh, that sure. Kevin was Kevin like, was so cute. Um, you weren't the one that actually yeah. did it. It was actually your dad who did it. And so he's like, you're I... deeply screwed up dad. Like, he's like, do not forget that yeah. your dad it was a psychopath. Like, he's dead now. Like he's, he, Yeah, his dad, her dad was literally yeah. a serial killer. So obviously, he's getting her to do some twisted For shit. Sure. So, 
anyway, so that's when she kind of eases up a bit and she's like, okay, cool. Like, I guess I didn't really kill her, but like I was forced yeah, to like, do it's something. Yeah, like still fucked up. If, if anything, all the memories that she was talking about was like her being super empathetic and of feeling course, really, and- really sorry for people, which... I think that Charles should have taught them that like serial killers don't have any. Yeah, that's the one point he should have focused on. (laughs) Instead, he like nailed all of her fucking characteristics and like memories. Um, And then Kevin was like, maybe we shouldn't do this thing anymore. Like not like we shouldn't go to FBI training anymore because like it's like haunting you and it's like too much for you. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's cute of him. Like he actually has a good idea. He has like feelings and he's like being helpful. Um, So then it cuts to the El Royale. And uh, this is when... um, FP comes in and he's like, yo, Red. Like everyone's um, complaining you know, around all the businesses are saying that like you guys are bad for business. There's like all these like right. hoodlums around here. He's like, you just like, it's just not good. Like people are talking shit about you. Um, and Archie's like, okay, but like what what should we do? Like we're doing good for the community, but like why are people talking shit? Um, and FP, right. and I love this moment because he was like, he finally like, like shout out to the serpents. We don't even talk about them anymore. Shout out to the serpents. He's like, well, he's like, we used to do this as like the serpents. He's like, we used to like throw a party, like a clam bake and like talk to our neighbors and like chill with them and like have a good relationship with them so that like they probably wouldn't call the cops on you if like they know you and like they eat your clams. So, yeah. <laughs> so basically he's like, have a party. It was cute. Have it was a party, cute. get people invited, make people feel better about the fact that there was a gang in your yeah. area. <laughs> it's yeah. fine. Um, so then it cuts back to Stonewall Prep. And uh, what happens? <laughs> My here? notes. Please explain. My notes are <laughs> killing j <laughs> I'm like... Uh, can you please explain what okay. you meant by that? What I mean by that is um, when Jughead's like talking and he's like so excited about the books, Brett's like, yeah. Brett's like, oh no, sorry. <laughs> this is the scene where um, Jughead comes back into like the lounge or whatever at Stonewall Prep after yes. he just like killed Brett. And Brett's like, yo, you're fucking so like such a loser. He's like, you didn't even win that game. He's like, I saw you winking at me. Like, he's basically just like on Jughead's dick. And Jughead's yeah, like, like calm down, him, yeah. like whatever. He's like, you're not even supposed to be here. He's like, you're just a charity case. He's like, you're just like a quota. Like, like they just like brought you in here, not even because of your talents. No one's even read your shit before. And like, obviously at that point, like Jughead freaks out. He like throws Brett on the table. And I'm like, yes, punch yeah. him, punch him, punch him. It doesn't punch him. Um, and he's just like, he I'm going to fucking yeah. kill you, whatever. And then basically um, it just kind of sends Jughead into like this like weird mood of sadness. Because he doesn't punch him. He doesn't do yeah, anything he, to him, to Brett. So Because this poor guy has to keep like repressing himself yeah. and be like, yo, like these guys are fucking annoying. They're making me feel like shit all the time. They put me in a coffin yeah. last episode. Yeah. Like, why am I even here? Um, so he's just kind of And of course, like the himself. biggest thing that you can tell Jughead is that like his work means nothing. That like these guys never read yeah. his work. So like that's the biggest insult too. And then he brings up the grandpa. Right. He's like, you're going to end up like your grandpa, like a dropout and a loser. And loser, like, of course, like yeah. he, it's triggered, right? He gets triggered and he like freaks yeah. out. But yeah. Um, so then it cuts back to the El Royale, and this is when Archie's like, "Hey everybody, welcome to our clan bake. Like, let's we're just gonna hang out. Like, we're gonna actually extend." Like, <laughs> I don't know if it was like the best way to to announce this, but he was like, "So I know that you guys don't like us, but we're gonna extend all of the yeah, hours. He's like, we're gonna be open till so later, the kids are around all the time, <laughs> ever open on Sunday. So like, after church, you can come on by." <laughs> <laughs> so like they don't lead he didn't lead it pretty well it was so cute he though. does try to make them feel, he was like everyone's yeah, helping he out really he's like this job. is a community outreach program like everyone wants to help out the bulldogs are here the vixens are volunteering to help so he's like you guys should definitely come through and like help us and, like he's right i you love know? that 
It is true. And I do love that Alice is just like Alice looking in the corner so like, just, like holding like, a uh-huh, microphone. Uh-huh. That's my neighbor. That's my neighbor. <laughs> she was so excited for him. She's like, my daughter had a huge crush yeah. on him the entire time. And uh, yeah. And then I love how like, um, um, and then Archie's like, and if you still don't want to help us, well, my mom's a great lawyer and you can't shut us down. <laughs> well, see, that's the thing where I feel like he kind of like he went to a line. Far. I was like, you. You should have just been like, please just be nice to us. And then he was like, but if you don't, no, then I think, I'm going to get my mom and my. I like, think it was a. I think friends. you have to sort of follow it up with like a more stern position to be like, I'm going to stay here. Like, I'm doing good for the community. And if right. you still can't respect that, then I'm going to have a lawyer come through. Like, you know, it's like true. he's doing it's good. True. He's not doing anything bad. So, like, everyone needs to chill the fuck out. So then later on, one of the shop owners comes up and he was like, yo, like, it's cool what you're doing here. And actually, to be honest, I really like support it. However, turns out that Dodger is now like threatening all the shop owners, basically saying, uh, you know, if we if we like side with you, then he'll stop giving us protection, a.k.a. like he'll burn down our yeah. fucking institutions yeah. if we you know, don't do yeah. anything. And so that's when Archie puts it all together and he's like, so it's fucking Dodger. I'm just like, fuck with me again. Why was it so shocking that it was Dodger? I'm like, he's literally had a thing for your ass this whole time. Like, why are you so shocked? But I guess he keeps, he keeps thinking that like it is going away. So I do like the fact that he's not pursuing Dodger. He's not like, I'm going to go find you. He said he thought it was Hiram too. He was like, is it Hiram Lodge? And the guy's like, who the fuck is that? (laughs) Incorrect. (laughs) Wrong person. (laughs) Um, so that it turns out that it's him. So he's like, okay, like, what are we going to do now? Um, so then we're coming back to the jugs, the Jones yeah. residence slash the Cooper residence, whatever you want to call it. And this is when Jughead and FP have like their little like heart to heart. And Jughead's like, I'm done with school. Like I'm coming home. Like I'm like that place like wants to kill me. They don't like, like me. They don't think that I'm good enough. And FP has like a really sweet, encouraging moment where he says, you should never like hate on yourself. You do deserve to be there. You are so smart. You are so talented. And um, you have to like stick through it. And um, Jughead's like, okay, so like, what are you trying to tell me? Are you trying to tell me like not to stay in the school because you're always making me feel like shit? Or are you trying to tell me like, no, stick it through because I'm not really understanding what yeah. you're, you're yeah. trying to say. Like, are you supportive or not? Like, you don't want to come to which, the wine and cheese party. Which leads back to what you were time, saying like, in the beginning, how you're like, why would he send him to the school? And then he's going to ask questions and then he's still not answering his questions. So like, I get Jughead's yeah. point. He's like, dad, like, what are you trying to like? You're like throwing me everywhere right now, you know? You're confusing me. But I guess at the same time, to FP's like, defense, if I want to give him any defense, is like, he must have had a really traumatic experience with his father, so he didn't want to like do that. You know what oh, I mean? Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. So he didn't want to like bring him up again. So he does admit to, at that point, he's like, your, da- your dad was actually a really good writer, and you know those Baxter books that you really liked, he was actually the one that bought you for that for mm-hmm. you, and I would give them to you from him. Um and uh so that's when jughead like his brain explodes again he's like what um and it also sounds like since the grandpa left like he hasn't been back yeah so he's still alive he's alive that's the assumption right like that he didn't die that he didn't die but uh maybe we can talk about this now um are we assuming so we're assuming that he's alive I right? I, read, that he's I think he's alive because they never once said that he was dead, and then especially in this right. scene, he's like, "Have you heard from him?" And FP's like, "I never saw him like after that time he left us. Like, I never heard from him or whatever." Right. So I feel like he might be coming to Riverdale because just like if not, like they could have just said like he died, you know? 
Like he's dead. Yeah, like they didn't true. end the character. They I, left it kind of open. They closed him up. No, I think I like that more because I think my original theory was maybe Jughead's dad died because and he like mysteriously disappeared yeah. one day um, because whatever happened at Stonewall True. Prep like caught up to him and then eventually like they got him. Could be. Yeah. Um, that that being said, though. I like your theory a little bit more, but in the same vein where maybe the grandpa isn't yeah, hiding maybe. because uh, They'd still you know, come like after him. of what happened at Stone Stonewall. And that's why they're using Jughead to like, beat him out. like bring Ooh. him back. Yeah. To bring him back into the school. They're like, we're going to find your grandpa and we're going to fucking kill maybe, him. Yeah. Like f- for like, you know, for the rest of it. So, um, yeah, I really do like that idea. But I do uh, like even de- diving even deeper like something crazy must have happened at stonewall for the grandpa to have become like a drunken definitely i definitely think like whatever happened there is what led fpog to like become an alcoholic and like just kind of check out of life because yeah and it makes to me it totally makes sense and i'm totally down for that storyline the fact that like he wanted to do all this good stuff he was talented just like jughead was but he couldn't get out of it especially when he got there some shit went down they like fucked him up and like that's why he turned out the way he did but i do like the fact that he might return which i is think i read cool. something on twitter that he's he is coming he is gonna make an appearance Ooh, i don't know if that's confirmed or okay. like they casted the actor i don't know but i read something that sounded pretty pretty certain that he's he's gonna be a character I'm into it. Um, anyway, uh, cutting to FBI headquarters. This is when so, um, yeah. Betty and Charles have like their little heart yeah. to heart. So he's like, no more lessons about the fact that you might be a serial killer. What's going on? Um, and so Betty basically says, I think I need to quit. I think this is too much for me. Um, and I, I just don't want to do it. And she starts making up all these excuses. And she's not really saying why. He's like, are you okay? Like, what's going on? And she's like, you don't get it. You don't get it. You just don't get it. And he's like, no, Betty. He's like, I literally get it. Like, I have the same gene as you. (laughs) So he knew the whole time? Yeah. Exactly. And I'm like, why couldn't you just, like, take her aside after every single class and be like, I do know that you yeah. have Yeah, <laughs> don't worry. This might be triggering for you. <laughs> Seriously. So, like, don't freak out. Like, he's holding all this other information. Yeah. But I guess that makes sense, like, why it goes the way that it does by the end of the episode. Because she's like, I don't trust this motherfucker. No, he's for sure. And I did. Time. But and I also, I did like the way that they spun it, too. Because he was like, well, I have the gene, too. And he's like, I joined the yes. FBI because of it. And he's like, I wanted to kind of, like, control the darkness in me. And he's like, this was the only way I could I could think of doing it. Um. Right. But it, it kind of leads me to que- like more questions like, wait, so Betty and Charles share the same mom, which means right. that f- if Betty got it from Hal, like Charles got it from like his dad, I guess, like or they both got it from Alice or or did Alice, exactly. does Alice have that's the, the only the like gene. that's the only like, reason why I would think that they would link this these two together, you know, right. Unless it Unless doesn't mean anything. Or he's lying. Or he's, lying. Or he's like yeah. pure lying. Yeah, that's true. To like just get closer to her to be true. like, yeah, I'm also like, I also have the serial killer gene. Um, but that's the thing. We don't really know what his motive is. We don't really trust. We shouldn't be trusting him just yet because there, there's, there is something sketchy about him. We just don't know what it is. And it does make me interested in figuring out what this Yeah, I'm definitely like, exactly. now I'm intrigued by this whole storyline. You know what I mean? 
I'm intrigued, but I'm like, also like, please don't make this confusing because I'm going to be really annoyed yeah. <laughs> if they make it like super convoluted. Like this person lied and then this person lied and like the tests were flubbed or like you didn't have the gene in the first place. Yeah. Like there's too many. There were too many possibilities that opened up this episode that I'm like, if they go back and try to like walk this one back, it's going to get so confusing. So we'll see. So then it cuts back to um, the Banui. And this is where um, she goes down. So this is where it all kind of kind of happens. This is when, she, yes. So Veronica's on the phone with the DA or whoever, and they're like, "Oh, your mom's getting released. Like, what are you gonna do?" And she's like, "I'm a, I'm gonna bring her home. I'm so happy." And that's when her Hermosa, who we don't know her name yet, mystery girl, um, you know, overhears her getting the news, and she was like, "Ooh, you got some good news. It sounds like." And then Hermione's like, "Yeah or no? Why do I keep calling Hermione?" <laughs> Uh, Veronica says, yeah, like my mom's been in some shit recently and my parents have been in some shit, but like now she's coming home. And this is when it all kind of comes out where Hermosa's like, oh, you mean your mom, the one that like is going to jail because this, 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 and this. And so this is when she starts to reveal that she's a private investigator hired by Hiram Lodge to like figure out a way to get him out of jail. So... Um, while she's talking she does start saying all these certain things were like oh well I do know that you talked to the F like you know the federal prosecutor in this booth and you talked to Mr. like Governor Dooley here and every recording of you doing it there and so Hermione starts god damn it so Veronica keeps on uh, like glitching out and she was like who the fuck who are, like, you? are yeah. you like what do you how do you even have this information on me and um, Hermosa's like, yep, I, I bugged your yeah. shit and I'm going to do whatever it takes to Hi. get our. And then this is when she's like, our father. And I was like, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> she's like, like, it totally. She's like, you see, our father needed help. And then I don't I don't even think yeah. Veronica heard the first part. She was just like more gagged that like someone like was spying on her. She's like, huh? Spying? Wiretapping? Dually? <laughs> Speaker? Booth? Pops? She's like, our father our father <laughs> and then she's like wait what did you say our father <laughs> she's like like double taked it and so that's she's when like, she i don't was get like, it what he had to he had to bring me up from miami to yeah. like fix the situation because like you're the daughter that sucks now and i'm she cool literally daughter. said i'm hiram's other daughter <laughs> yeah like are I'm you like, proud of being the other okay. daughter he should have said his first daughter dumbass so okay so many questions so many questions situation first so you ask your question then i'll ask uh what so what i don't know what did you think of her like what do you think of this whole story i the question that i had for you um is what did you think of that reveal you know what what? did you think of how it was i liked how it happened on hermosa side i didn't like veronica's face wasn't as gagged as i thought it would have been yeah she was more like eh (laughs) <laughs> like it wasn't like what like, who the fuck I, are you yeah I you're feel like my sister if you found out that you had like a yeah. long lost sister you'd be like losing your shit like being like her what? face was what? more like wait what are you saying her face was more like, like wait did i lock the door upstairs or not it was more like <laughs> that like <laughs> she's like so do i did i change the covers in the guest bedroom for my did mom i fire or, josie like- or did she just leave the show <laughs> <laughs> Like thinking about everything yeah. but the fact that she's staring at her fucking <laughs> yeah. half sister at this point. So her secret half sister. So yeah, I didn't love the reveal. Yeah. And I I would love to know from our listeners, someone who 
I mean, if you guys listened to us before, we did spoil this for you, but we did know that she was gonna get her sister, right? Like, yeah, yeah. There we was knew gonna she, be this they had other lodge sister. We knew she was coming. She was casted. Um, I would love to know the like thoughts from somebody who just watches the show casually and didn't realize that her sister was her sister until she revealed it. Like, true. Do you think that was a sick gag moment, or was it something that was like, yeah, like oh, try to put like, your that made try sense. to put yourself in the shoes of someone who like didn't know she was casted? Would you? have figured it out that she was Hiram's daughter probably not not no, at all probably not and I probably would have been like oh shit she's he's got a next daughter that's yeah. crazy but I feel like I would be more gagged than her Veronica. like Veronica's face <laughs> at that point like Veronica was like totally stone yeah, face and I would have been, been like screaming and like standing on my couch being like what the fuck <laughs> like this is crazy yeah but she was not like that. She was so so unaffected. Maybe she'll have a scene later where she say, freaks yeah. out. But I really like once it sinks in and she I, starts I just, asking questions and like trying to because she's like, wait, what? Like she couldn't understand that her like dad yeah. like slept with someone else and like had another kid. Like she didn't get it. Like take it back from like last season finale where uh, Charles reveals that he is the real Charles to Jughead and Betty. They like gagged. True. They like were yeah, pretty yeah. gagged. They were like, "What you yeah. him?" Like they freaked out a little bit, but like Hermione was like speechless. Veronica. Anyway, she's like oh, Veronica, oh, not Hermione. Oh my god, why can't? It's because it's Hermosa. Okay, so can and we Hermione talk about that so real quick? Because we we keep saying that it's Hiram's daughter only, but why the f right. would he name his daughter yes. Hermosa when his wife's name is Hermione? I know it's just like very if that weird, actually like, isn't okay. her daughter, that's actually so tight on Hiram's part. Like you named your daughter Hermosa. But if it is Hermione's I get daughter, it. then it's really tight on Hermione's Why? <laughs> you know Why? I mean? Like, she didn't say shit about this like <laughs> it's true. daughter it's that's true. been around this whole time. So I'm really interested to see if, like, who, what, what's I the situation. I wonder if here. it is Hermione's daughter and somehow they've kept her secret so that like she's protected by like the press or when Hiram like uh, when Hiram's whole thing happened like his embezzlement like maybe they just kind of sent her but then Veronica would know that like Veronica yeah, would, yes, would Veronica know. would know that plus like plus like the like the sister or the mom would at least say you like know you listen have a like you have a you have yeah, a sister we're, we're fucked it's right weird. now like I and don't like know. they're not that many years apart like they only look like three or four maybe years apart so right. they would have grown up together it's not like she's like 45 and like Veronica's like 15 like you know <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, I don't know what the situation is. I want to see what happens. To see how they yeah. reveal it. Um. So cutting back to Stonewall Prep. Um. This is when he. Uh. This is when Jughead. You know, sees the page again. Like he sees the book, but this time he uses like a crayon to like shade over it and see what it actually says. And it essentially says like, uh, you know, baby FP or baby whatever, baby Forsyth, happy birthday. Um. You know, like, just remember, like, your grandpa loves you or whatever. And then he yeah. says, like, P.S., trust few and never let them take anything from you. I'm like, okay, yeah. first of all, if you're reading this book, um, a kid is not going to be like, okay, Seriously. cool. I'm not going to trust anybody. <laughs> Got it, grandpa. <laughs> like, yeah. But I guess he, like, assumed that um, he would only notice that, like, sketch if... Wait, why was the page ripped? It was, it was likely ripped out because like fp was like fuck this guy he was oh. like i'm not gonna you know i'm not gonna show my son that like his yeah why would he write that to like a seven-year-old kid in a That's book I mean. <laughs> so weird. So but also yeah. like what kind of revelation was jughead trying to figure out like clearly well i guess we're making the assumptions 
and Jughead doesn't really know what's going on. So now she, now he's putting together. Yeah, he's that, kind of saying like, wait, my grandpa knew something more for sure. Yeah. So there's there's definitely something more involved with the grandpa. He's like starting to uncover this mystery of the Stonewall Four and like his grandpa potentially being involved. So uh, we'll see how that kind of plays out. Um, then it cuts back to the court. And this is where Hiram is like, yes, press conference. Like, I'm getting out of jail. He's free. Yeah, he's basically free. That happened really effing quick. So, so fast. I'm assuming that, like, Hermosa, like, basically gave them all, like, the 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 proof that that Veronica was, like, what, colluding against him? Like, how did he get free? I didn't understand. I, I, I don't know if it was. I think it was because of the evidence that um she pulled together. That's what she says to her at the Bon Nui. She, like, okay, so she was behind says, that like, then. We're going to okay. use that evidence against you, but, like, not do it during a trial. We're just going to, like, give it to the judge, and then we're going to get him free. So um, he gets out. He gets vindicated of like everything. The um, best part is like when he exits the courtroom, she's like holding his arm like they're yeah. walking together. And Alice is like, oh, you're a free man now, Hiram. Like, what are you going to do? Like, who is this person besides you? Yeah. Like, she fully thought it was like his mistress or something. Oh, my God. Like, no, no. He's but like, it's question, my daughter. What if it isn't his daughter? What if it is his mistress? Oh. And he's like, just like <gasps> going super young. <laughs> like, I don't know. And she's lying about being his daughter? Yeah, I mean, fuck. Whoa, we saw that Ev- would be crazy. Like fucking Evelyn and fucking uh, Edgar were like fake, like daughter son. Wife, yeah, that husband. would be actually insane. Yeah. But I do think there's a connection. Like I do think that the that that the producers wanted to give Veronica a sibling. Like I I think that's they wanted that to be a thing. Right. So I don't know if they just make another mistress. But that's a really cool like if that. But Plot here's the thing that, that I have the question for. Like, yeah, fine. Give her a sister. But her sister obviously hates her. And she's but something's going to happen that like, I know, but something's going to happen along the way that pushes them together and they become sisters against why, their daddy. And why does Hermosa like Hiram so much? She basically abandoned her entire life. Well, maybe life. he's been paying for her whole life or something because she's living in Miami. She's having a good life. Oh, that's true. That's true. That's true. Anyway, so he does announce at this point in time that he's like, not only am I free, I'm also going to run for mayor. (laughs) I'm like, bro, are you fucking serious? Like, really, man? Right now, homie, you you can't just go home and change your suit. In damn cold (laughs) hell that you're going to be able to win that goddamn election. So anyway. And Veronica's like seeing all of this from like the side and she's like, oh, tears, tears, tears. And then Hiram's like, she's like, it's tight, like. She's not the daddy's girl anymore. She yeah. has like a new like daughter. And did you notice that they both have pearls? Like they both got yes, the pearl, pearl totally. going on. Yeah. Um, anyway, kind of back to Riverdale High. And so this is when Betty starts to talk to Kevin and she was like, yo, so like we're not going to like drop out. And he's like, oh, what happened? Like what with a conversation with Charles? And she's like. I found out that he also has the serial killer gene, but that also made me conclude no. the fact that... So that's the thing. She doesn't... So this is what she says. She's like, no. She's like, that's before I found out more about Charles. Right. Yes. She doesn't mention that he has the gene to Oh, Kevin. yeah, 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 yeah. He, and I'm wondering if him. like... Yeah, and I'm wondering if this is going to come into play after. Because like I did watch that scene again on purpose to see if she says it to Kevin. And right. she doesn't. Yes, so he doesn't right. know that Charles has admitted to having the gene. That's true. She's like, because of classified information, I yeah, am going to yeah, yeah, keep yeah. going. But then she, yeah. says, she says like, forget about the fact that like, we're trying to figure out whether or not he's straight or gay, which I loved. I love that they yeah, threw that line Yeah, I love line that in. line. Yeah. She's like, we're it. trying to figure out whether or not this guy is like a sketch bag or not. Yeah. 
and then it shows um, her like sleuthing in front of Pops while he's leaving. She's basically Pops. like stalking him, and yes. you know I love that they brought this up because these are all the questions that Same. I think we had too. Like she's like, we don't know anything about him. Like where the f does he live? Why is he still in what Riverdale? What does he do for work? Why is he still here? And Kevin's like. Isn't he here, like, helping FP on cases? She's like, what cases? She's like, there's literally no work to do. Like, why is he here? Like, um, that man like, what does doesn't do even know day? how to, like, save a kid from getting shot in the foot. Like, forget. Honestly. FP's a waste case. Like, do not even touch him. He's, like, a cursed yeah. man. So, so she's basically like, he's keeping secrets from me, and I want to know what they are. So yeah. she's on his ass now. And I love it. Um, What do you think is going to come from this? Do you think that there's Honestly, any- like... I definitely think like it's going to push Kevin and Charles together. I think really? that she's going to almost use Kevin to like get closer to Charles in a more like personal way. I you feel know, like, like she Betty, did that Betty though. Didn't get... she do that with fucking the, the, the fake one? What's his name? Chip or whatever? Chick? Oh, yeah. She true. did the same thing. She does the same thing. Like use your sexuality to fucking <laughs> true, true. figure out what I mean, what here's the thing. Maybe, maybe the fact that Chick was gay and like Chick right. and Charles, they were friends. Like maybe... Charles is gay too. But like did there he really, is that common. But did he even really know him at all? Like maybe. I don't know. Anyway, we'll figure. Well, I don't know. I don't even know. I don't know. Like if that storyline is going to be. I just think the fact that they've put Kevin beside her, there's there's a meaning to that. You know, like there could be a meaning to it. I and okay, we'll get to our roundups when and when we get to it, I'll I'll we'll bring this back into conversation. Um. Anyway, cuts back to the El Royale. And this is when it's like in the middle of the night and Archie in his like full out superhero getup once again goes up to Dodger and he's like, yo, you better like get the fuck out of here. We're going to fucking kill you. And this part was weird because I was like, Dodger gets out of his car or he's out of his car and then he has to go back into his car to get the gun. And by the time he gets out, Archie's gone. And I'm like, he's a gangster he's gonna have that gun in his motherfucking pants like he's not gonna have it sitting on the car seat like waiting yeah. for him to pick up so anyway whatever that's just like a script thing but uh, Archie says like you know I warned you once like now that like you you won't listen to me like I'm gonna figure out a way to like get you I'm like you could have gotten him right then and there but like why aren't you yeah and that's and that's my it was thing. a weird it's, like, confrontation I was like, like huh? FP knows like, Dodger like Archie knows like Dodger's around um he also knows FP why can't he tell FP to get his shit together exactly that's why I was saying I'm like just blackmail him or like put something in his car like drugs or whatever and then get FP to get him or just get him so hard listen get him to do one fucking scout with Dodger one goddamn time Archie's out there every single night like watching Dodger do sketchy shit (laughs) seriously like Like, take out your camera phone and take a picture FP's literally so useless what are you doing what are you so busy with doing that you can't even focus on this one case so anyway, um, that's when Archie <laughs> um, dips, um, and uh, you know, that's when Dodger's like, oh, "I'm gonna get you too." So whatever, there's the war still going on. Um, cutting back to Stonewall Prep, and um, this is when they announce that there's like the theme has been announced uh, for, for the, the writing competition, and um, everybody is like ready to go they're like there's a few people who are like i'm gonna join i'm gonna try i'm gonna try and then jughead doesn't raise his hand but then they both look at him like concerned they're like jughead like you're not gonna do it and jughead's like fuck yeah i am bitch and then he was like like, my name is not jughead any longer it is now (laughs) 
Forsyth the third, named after He's my so grandfather. Extra. I was like, okay, relax. Like relax. I, like the, they're uh, both like cool, such a cool. Drama queen. Like moving on. Yeah, and then they're like the mur- the theme is per- the perfect murder. <laughs> like yeah. Jughead, you took up too much time. <laughs> yeah, which I love the fact that they kind of segued into the final scene. Um, because like, I, and I do, I will say that I really appreciate the way that they've been doing these flashbacks where they start off with a shot where like, you know, like it's Betty and Jughead and she's like, he's like, you're always going to protect me. And if like I went missing, you would find me. And then it cuts to, like his dead body. And then again, this episode where he's like, yeah. oh, it's going to be talking about how to like, you know, accomplish the perfect murder. That's when it cuts to the final scene um, where FP comes into the classroom where um, it's like Kevin and uh, everyone, basically like the, the whole core cast four like or class. the core three. And then FP says, you guys are under arrest for the brutal. He says like brutal murder, of cold blooded murder, of cold blooded Jughead murder of my son, Jughead Jones. I was like, OK, relax. Archie, and- Betty and Veronica. So like, yes. Yeah, so they're under arrest. But they don't look, like, terribly, like, gagged. No, that's the thing, too. They were, like, kind of, like, ready, like, expecting. Like, like They were, like, it. almost standing up, like, how Cheryl was in season one when, like, yes. they called her for Jason. She was, like, they were kind of waiting for yeah. it. So there's something going on. And the fact that, like, Jughead's whole thing this season is, like, a perfect murder or, like, the setup of a perfect murder. Yeah. I feel like it has something to do with the core four and, like, what they know and, like, what they're behind. So. So they're making, like, a, like, do you think that they're going to be, like, it's a fake thing? Like, what I do think you think so. I think they're setting something up to be, like, a, a fake murder. Ooh. But why? Like, you're right. Like, but- like, just how his grandpa isn't hiding. Maybe they have to make that, make it seem like Jughead's dead, too. I don't know. Maybe. Good point. But then that's but- not going to. What, he's going to be fake dead for the rest of his No, until like things get sorted out. But I think oh. the, the fact that this whole thing is based on this perfect murder and then right. Jughead's missing and then he's seen dead in the coroner's office. Like, I'm sure it's all like a setup because like, they're not going to kill Jughead. Yeah, I was think I keep thinking about it randomly being like, there's no way there's no way I know that everybody just like, all makes sense now. Like it's all kind of connecting. It slowly, is all you know? connecting. And I'm kind of down. I still am down. I'm, I'm not down like for that. Yeah, yeah, I'm not like, oh, my God. Now I need to find out who really did die at spring break. I'm like, OK, cool. Somebody's dead. And like what I still think the theory is, is like maybe Jughead did accidentally kill somebody at the school and he's going to get framed for it. If not, if they don't like turn up a body. Yeah, that could be. But that how they found it. a body that's exactly like his, um, if they make like Cole Sprouse or maybe and it was Sprouse really him. I don't know. Because don't forget, like they know the corner. So like they could like that image that you saw could just be the fabrication of their story. Like, yeah, we were in the corner's office and we saw him. But you know, then at like, the very end, like FP looks so sad. I know. But like maybe that's just the way they're filming it. And like what we're you know what i mean and then, like, like right after the corner, he, like, they're like homies like yeah right after you get sad he's like relieved he's like oh thank god at least his body's here and then his eyes open he's like okay let's like take everybody else down and like also if you know. were seeing his dead body he was seeing it with betty so you're telling me that after like four days later you go and arrest betty yeah 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 like it sounds true. it's like weird like that's true um and that is the end of the episode recap roundups best moment my best moment i think has to be the reveal of hermosa because like for us it was crazy not that we didn't know who she was but like still like her saying it i'm like oh i did i did like and that's the thing 
like I said, I want to know if there was somebody who watched it who didn't know that it was their sister because I feel like the reveal was kind of cool. The writing between the two of them, the way that it was set up was really cool because um, that's also my best moment. I really did enjoy that piece where it, yeah. it reveals that that's who she is. Um, and the fact that she and it's also setting a really cool tone between them right away she's like I decided to reveal myself when I wanted to reveal myself which means she doesn't trust Veronica either so it's adding a lot of tension to their characters right at that beginning stage it would have been cool though I think if like Hermosa didn't know that Veronica was the daughter too but I guess she would figure that out yeah like it'd be cool if like they were both um, sort of you know, blinded by each other's. Yeah, they're like, who, me? You? Yeah, you like, you're yeah. the daughter too? And yeah. so she's like, I'm the other daughter. Like, wow, what a cool title, girl. <laughs> WTF moment. WTF moment, I think, was the flash forward at the end. FBA yeah. arresting, like, everyone. I was like, what is happening? Yeah, I, I, I'm, lo- like I said, I'm, I'm loving these flash forwards. I feel like they're really intriguing and I'm really interested to see what's going to happen in this mid-season finale. Um, but, yeah. My WTF moment is going to go to Hiram announcing that he's going to be running yeah, for mayor. for sure. I was like, bro, who do you think you are that you just like rolled out of jail and now you can become the mayor like, of the town? I'm not surprised that he wants to do it because like, yeah, he sort of was anyways, like playing all the strings from the top last right. season. It's just like the timing of it. It's like right now, like you're not even home yet. Like go home first. Exactly. I was like, bro, chill. Um, it, But I guess he's like, I, I don't know if I'm going to love the fact that he's running for mayor, though. I feel like he already done did that shit. Like, I feel like Hermione was doing it. And now Hiram's going to do it. I'm just like, can you get him to do something else? Like, I don't know. I don't know where his place is going to be. And I think I'm a little worried about that because I feel like Hermosa is going to be the new female Hiram. But and then Hiram is going to kind of take a step backward a little bit. Um, Maybe. Because as we know, like, I mean, I don't know for sure, but... We are like we lurk Mark and Willis's Insta all the time, and he's like in New York, like yeah, a lot. Yeah, true. And I'm like, does that mean that he's been ridden out of the show? Is he not going to have a lot of FaceTime? Like, is it, clearly he's not the main antagonist and villain of it's the, true. Of, the yeah, seri- yeah. of the series so far. So I'm like, what's what's happening with his character? Are they going to kind of just like keep him in the back corner? But at the same time, I'm questioning. They took him out of jail for a reason this early for, I'm assuming, for him to do something. Unless he's like, fuck this, I'm going to Miami. Like, I don't know. Like, something, yeah. I don't know. MVP. MVP, I'm going to give it to Kevin, finally. Like, after having four seasons, you know, I really had to give it to him this week because he may never make this list ever again. <laughs> it's very highly likely. So, I'm going to say Kevin. He was such a good friend to Betty. He kind of, like, was with her the entire episode, and he gave her, like, really good advice at the end. Yeah. Um, He was just, like, he was there for her emotionally, physically, and... I just needed to give it to him because we've been ripping on this guy for years. So that's yeah. Kevin, you got this week for me. For MB specifically. Yeah. <laughs> my my MB is gonna go to Jughead. I think that with like for one, I think like we were saying this whole episode, he's been great as a character to watch. Um, I am enjoying his Stonewall prep investigation and the fact that he's and I do also love the fact that he seems happier and more like he does passionate yeah. 
where we've yeah. seen him so often in other scenes where he's like burp burp high school burp burp I don't care like I don't want to go to dances I don't want to do this but now he's like activated and he's in classes where like people are challenging him and it was funny because I think we got a tweet from one of our uh, listeners um, last week where they were talking about how much they love the fact that Brett is his antagonist at the school and I was like it's true I mean like Jughead has never had a real like like foe in that like in the school world you know what I mean like he's always had to deal with like the serpents and having to deal with like fighting in a gang but now that he's like becoming an adult kid uh you know having somebody who's maybe just as smart as he is but also privileged and kind of like everything he stands against um it's interesting to see him play against him that way you know LVP LVP, I'm going to say KJ's wardrobe supervisor for oh, wow. not creating a cooler superhero outfit or vigilante outfit, just giving him a freaking black cloth bag over his face. So now I know why you I, were like <laughs> so not down with the comment that I I definitely earlier. want to see a better outfit for, for KJ and Archie. But what else do you sure. need him to do? Like have a red cape and like what? Yeah, what, or what something, something cool, like a leather jacket, like a, something. Uh, like, I don't know. He leather looks jackets so are not like, practical for moving around. He just looks side of the road, like kind of dollar store superhero right now. I don't know. I kind of, I feel like it was kind of cool. Like the way that it zipped up and like he had like the face piece like right on top. Like, I don't know. I was down for it, but sure, I'll I'll I'll, I'll give you that. Um, because I'll give you that because you're gonna let me take this one. <laughs> Kevin is my LVP of the episode. Um, and the reason why I'm giving it to him for a couple of reasons. One, um, some for some reason, even when he has a really strong episode, they still give him no. You're these, right. Like, you're right. Homo tropes that are so typical and so poorly written that i don't even know how to like you know what, combat though? them you know you know what you're totally right and i i did consider that but i was like whatever i'm gonna give him mvp because i'm not gonna like stick stick on that when i yeah. think of kevin and i and i try to remember what his first ever scene was it was literally that it was him yeah. sitting on betty's bed archie being like archie got hot Yep. So I'm like, damn, like he really hasn't changed. They've never really written him any other way except any for that. Way, yeah. So I guess like, I mean, we can't be shocked. We can expect more for sure. Um, it was just funny because I did consider that. And I and I had to remember back on the pilot being like, how was Kevin before? But he's been exactly the same. I feel like it's time that our generation and especially the younger generation sees a strong, independent, like cool gay character that isn't just like boy crazy and isn't just falling over every situation like why can't he be just as mature and like but he was this episode he was like that's what i mean like i feel like they did balance it out with him saying those comments and then him being like betty like you're not crazy just relax your dad was a psychopath instead they could have made him where like he was hornified and he went and like hooked up with charles (laughs) like they went on that like last season like at least he he didn't he didn't go that that extreme you know they That's still true. kept him as like her friend so and it's true i mean i guess the fact i'm just hoping to see what they're gonna do with his character if this is what it's gonna be then like i don't know what's gonna happen next but if he's gonna constantly be betty's sidekick for the entire series it's like they don't want to give him a, a gay storyline because they've done it a million times but then also giving him a side like a sidekick storyline is 
kind of weak too, in my opinion. So I don't know what I want from him anymore. I feel like he could be a stronger character. I do understand that he's not a part of the core four, but I do feel like they're trying to integrate him back into the storyline. I just don't know what they're gonna do, how if they're gonna do it. If he's the equivalent, if he's the equivalent of Cheryl as a secondary character, he should be getting the same sort of attention that Cheryl's getting, and Precisely. that's not what's happening because he's getting Cheryl like gets a to- way more. He's getting like a Tony. Not even a Tony. I would say even less than Tony. Tony's getting a lot too. <laughs> like, so <laughs> she's like, he's like down at the bottom of the list. Yeah. Um. What was your best line? The, the best, best line. line. Uh, my best line, I think, is going to go to Hermosa Lodge, our Hermosa. first introduction to her. Uh, she goes, you see, our father needed help, someone he could trust. He had me come up from Miami. I fix things. Uh, and I think it's just going to be like a really fun dynamic to see Veronica and her going like head to head this season. Yeah, super excited to see how that all pans out. My best line is going to go to Kevin, oddly enough, um, when they're in the FBI Junior Academy and she discovers like you know she finds out who the serial killer is in the picture and he turns to her kevin turns to her and says you're like a beautiful mind for serial killers and i was like that's a cute line i'm into yeah, it that's funny. i'll take it i also quickly want to um we should have talked about this before in our theories because i was reading on twitter a couple of our listeners like tweeted us with some good theories um at kawaii isn't working he has a really good thing he goes um, plot twist Jughead kills Brett so Betty Archie Veronica and FP stage his death and their arrest so all of the core four can get the F out of there and more importantly get away with the murder yeah which is sort of what we were saying but like I like how FP's in on it too yeah you know I definitely would like to see if that plays out the way it does the only thing that I am a little stuck on is who dies I don't know if it's gonna be Brett. I feel like it could be like Mr. Chipping, or maybe it's this yeah, like, maybe next Mr. Old Chipping. Man. But it could also be Brett. I could definitely see them doing that because like, or maybe it's the grandpa. Because I feel like True. they have to they have to choose a character that is like gonna be introduced in the season and then like doesn't matter next season. I mean, and, I thought they were gonna kill a legit member of the core four or like right. someone really important, but well, uh, I don't know. No, it's not gonna happen. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it'll be interesting to see who it is. I I'll put my money on his grandpa. He's probably gonna come yeah, back. Yeah, that's a, it's good. That's a good one. And then maybe like they're gonna have to like cover up his murder. Yeah. Um. Really quickly, two randoms from at Becca Sarah. She says, uh, MVP is Archie. LVP is Brett. He is a bully and a jerk. Uh, WTF moment is Hal telling Betty to kill the cat, which was yeah, that was pretty messed up. What a douche. Yeah, I know. Let's get into our quick announcements. We have our contest that we mentioned earlier this episode uh, going on right now for a chance to win a $50 Amazon gift card and a pop socket. To enter, all you need to do is just rate and comment on our iTunes page and you'll be entered in the draw. The contest ends December 11th, so that's not very long for now. So just about under over a month where we'll be drawing one lucky winner. So do it and then do we- it, do it someone might win and i would like to take this time to thank our patrons of the episode our rewinder squad we got white and then we got our lit rewinders tina and sarge serena soleil kate and jessica and our mommy rewinders becca sarah tamala and grace and if you would like to join our patreon family check us out at patreon.com recap underscore rewind if you join you'll get access to all things recap rewind exclusive contest content and updates And also make sure you guys are checking us out on all of our socials, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, Facebook, and you can check us out on all podcast platforms, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iTunes, like, subscribe, follow, review, and comment to stay engaged with us at Recap Rewind. Thanks for listening.
Bye. Bye.